Hey guys, um, I got a Halloween joke for us. Why, why is the cemetery so loud? Uh, the cemetery is so loud. Mm. Because what, uh, of all the coffins. Ow. I was trying to look through my list real quick to see if I had that. <laughs> Boo. Hey. Oh, you're booing, uh, you're booing my wife then, because she's the one that wrote it down for me, so... I'll let her know that. Oh, that's sneaky. That's <laughs> she's true. been she's been writing um a joke yeah. for me each day what uh, the coffee station that we have so. Oh really nice. Enjoy, really so, enjoyed that one. So take the yeah. credits for the good one, but blame his wife on the bad one. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> that's, it. That's, that's, that's pretty. I, that's pretty. That's pretty crappy. Four days after your anniversary too. Hey man, what, what's I had to kill time until I got the page up. Welcome to the 40-year <laughs> dash, where age only matters when you collect memorabilia from a past life. This is the podcast where Jenks, Moochie, and Cody try to accomplish 40 goals before we go over the hill. We'll either succeed or fly, fall flat on our face. This week's episode is a Codeth update episode. So, did he collect? your hearts, and your listening abilities? We'll find out. Emanating from parts unknown, Pennsylvania, tis the 40-year dash. that great intro there um well, i appreciate it it gets better every uh, episode i think this one was <laughs> completely uh off cuff off the cuff uh, i guess that's the case yeah because uh, yeah. i put some in there and, and i like yours better so good job i pull um, i did not pull up yours that's why exactly <laughs> i just pulled up the first one i saw so <laughs> okay um <laughs> um so yeah thank you for joining us it is like uh jenk said an update episode for myself but uh, recap two weeks ago, uh, the Jinx update episode, and you accomplished your goal. You want to yep. recap, Jinx, what you did? I did. I rolled to success by riding a bike. Uh, fascinating adventure that occurred. And we found out about Sasquatch and aliens at uh, parts of the uh, yeah. Yes, that uh, still blows my geez. mind. Blows my mind, too. Uh, I should be wearing this that shirt to trivia this Tuesday for again. So uh, if you're in parts unknown and you like Tuesday Night <laughs> Trivia, you know where to find us. I'll be there. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and i got to ask, I, I was going to say, did you wear it yesterday with your family gathering with your two families? But that's you're saving it for Tuesday. I'm and saying then, for Tuesday, I wore tie-dye yesterday because we were doing tie-dye stuff. Ah, uh, that's right. I remember yeah. you saying that. And then, yep. secondly, have you been back on a bike yet? No. <laughs> uh, it did recently walk 20, 23,000 steps yesterday, and oh. uh, I think that's good enough for to count as a bike ride, maybe. I don't yeah, know. We're going to count fair. it anyways. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so I have not been on a bike since, but I may go back because I do feel like I did after that day. Yeah. Um. So you know, might be good to get those muscles working again. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. 
That's awesome, man. Well, I'm glad, glad, glad for that, and uh, would like to ride bikes with you sometime. I haven't done it in years, and I'd uh, like to get back back doing that. So whenever you want to try two wheels, let me know. You know, we'll try it. Mm. I might just be riding sidecar, though, so it'll be still four wheels. <laughs> I'm not so. pedaling you around, Prescott. I didn't say you were. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I'm just thinking like a, a motorcycle when you're in the sidecar. Yeah, I'm going to get the Jess and Paul's motorcycle and ride yeah. sidecar in that. So There we go. <laughs> Well, before we get started on my updates here and the goal that has accomplished, um, just want to shout out some people. Um, we have some birthdays, some anniversaries. Um, start off, my beautiful wife and I celebrate our third anniversary on the 19th. Yeah. Uh, love you, Kaylin. Um, Jenks and Muchi were Great. with me that day, um, standing next to me. So thank you, you two as well. Uh-huh. Um, my mom's birthday was earlier this month. As oh. well, and our... Uh, our good friend Stevens <laughs> as yes. well, and his baby David mm-hmm. turned one years old. So that's the last time we saw each. Well, Mucci didn't attend. He was at the Guardians game. Um, and then yeah, he ditched us. That's right. <laughs> and then a couple of days ago was Hank's thousandth day with us. Um, so he's oh. been, been a Herrick for over a thousand days now. Um, and then lastly, our co-host here, Mucci, has a birthday in four days from recording. Right. Yeah, yeah, the big the big three zero. Yeah, yeah 3-0. I don't think I'm yeah. missing anybody. Or missing uh, anything. I, I do have one that you didn't know about. Um, okay. But shout out because I know cousin Pat listens. Oh, Steven that's right. Uh, yeah. Happy birthday, Genevieve. She turned the big one right. uh, a couple weeks ago, a week before little David. David, and David yep. did. So that's right. uh, oh, nice. happy birthday to her as well. Belated yeah. birthday. Still October's a better birthday. Busy. Than yeah. <laughs> <laughs> October's busy. Uh, we ignore Dan's birthday most days. Um, yeah. Especially since he likes candy corn and Alf. So just <laughs> wait. What? What? No, Alf? Nothing, Alf? nothing. Let's get to these updates. How's the how's your, how's the goals going, Cody? Let's go. Alf. Let's go. <laughs> a movie. TV yeah, show the, too, right? The alien. Yeah, the alien that eats cats. Cats. Since you don't like ET. It's not as it's not as scary as ET. It's scarier than et yeah it's a cat man the thing is a <laughs> eats meat it's a carnivore <laughs> That's good well et eats greasy pieces we'll save yeah. this for our argument episode <laughs> <laughs> that's fair um so the first update to provide is just a book update again only did two from the last podcast so that's two in two months which is not good to me you're getting um, on my track now I think it was just due to COVID. Everything, um, you know, I got COVID from the last time I did an update episode, and I just messed up my whole routine and, um, what's the right word? Yeah. Energy <laughs> and motivations <laughs> uh, to to wake up early and do it. So the only two I added was one called The Long Run, which was by Matt Long. Okay. Uh, pretty fascinating story. He's a New York fireman that qualified for the boston marathon and then about a month later um due to a strike in new york city for their busing and subway that he had to take a bike to work um, uh, an actual bike and he got ran over by um, blindsided by a, a tour bus hmm. um so he couldn't run he was you know endurance athlete did all these you know tough mutters and marathon or what's what's the big one um I can't remember. The Boston Marathon. New York. Yeah, Marathon. but like uh, the ultimate 
like ultimate running and stuff like that. Oh, you're talking about the Spartan and all that stuff. Yeah, that uh, was Spartan. East yeah, down yeah. the bay. Uh, not that. No. That's not. Um, that doesn't count. But he did all this stuff, and he couldn't walk. He had to learn how to walk again and run again, and um, you know, he never was able to do back to his own pace that he was before. But he did complete the New York City Marathon um, about two years after his injury. Um, it took a lot longer than he did before, um, but he did accomplish it and went on to do the ultra marathons as well. Um, so that was a pretty cool story. Um, and then the last one is Extreme Measures by Vince Flynn. Um, another book I just picked up at the book fair. There's a, basically like a spy CIA t- trying to prevent terrorist stuff to happen. Um, I thought it was really good, and I just hate that some of these books are series. So it's just a cliffhanger at the end. <laughs> so mm. I have to find the next one to, to go after. Um, but I enjoyed, enjoyed it. It was a very quick read. That's for sure. Oh, thanks. But yeah, okay. I, I need to get back into it. Um, I started two other books, but I don't know where they went. I think they fell behind the couch. My son was playing <laughs> on them. So I need, I need to find them. Um, one was The Hunt for Red October. Did you guys ever read or watch that book? Or I'm sorry, watch I, that movie? Uh, I've heard of it. I did yeah. not watch the book, but I did watch the movie. Uh, <laughs> Shut um, up. <laughs> it was a good movie. It's been a while since I actually turned it on and watched it, but it was a good movie. Yeah, it's very interesting. Um, I don't know if that's where the Jack Ryan character gets introduced. I have to look that up. Um, but um, figured hit. I kind of put that together in that book, but it's um, very technically detailed of what actually the submarine does and all the intricate panels and gauges that are used so it's pretty cool but but it is a long read um so i'll get back onto that um hopefully for the next update episode hmm. um so that that's the biggest one that I've, you know have update um the other things i have down here too i'm just you know whenever i do another update episode i think some of these are going to change for me <laughs> like drinking beer at every every state i haven't drank in almost 300 days so <laughs> that might not happen um so there, there's some things that I might want to switch on here. Um, the other, uh, oh, um, something I found out through work too. One of my goals was to drive, you know, a Porsche or a Lamborghini or something like that um, yeah. for a weekend. Um, I was prospecting a, a client to reach out to for work, and it's a speedway in Las Vegas, about 30 miles off the strip, that has an open track, and you can rent cars based on hours. Oh, um, so I, I reached out to the person that I was prospecting and I told her like, this is one of my goals. She's like, oh yeah, come on out. Uh, just let me know you're coming out. We'll, we'll hook you up. So we'll see if she's true to her word and if I ever get out to Vegas, <laughs> but at least I have a little bit of a lead there <laughs> with uh, potentially doing that. Um, she has not returned my calls or emails since then. So um, who knows? Um, <laughs> but I think that's, that could be an interesting one in the future. Um, and then the other things too on here that I wanted to do is start a business. Um, I've been really into looking at kind of instead of reading, I'm reading up on like doing Etsy, like print on demand stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a little niche that is not on Etsy right now that I could uh, it ties into baseball cards actually. Um, oh. Try to try to not corner the market, but you know have ability to maybe make some designs, put it up there, have a passive income where they, you know, they order, don't really have to do too much. So 
um, I think that could be something in the future too. I've just been jinx. I'm like you. I like to plan things out and yeah. like know everything, you know, before just diving into doing it. Um, so I just need to do it, I guess. But I, I think that'd be a new new adventure um, coming up as well. Yeah, I was gonna let me go off that real quick because I found we you mentioned it. We both like to plan things out instead of diving into. The biggest thing I found out is you you eventually have to take the jump. So right. It's like you have to get the minimum amount of information you need to be to at least start it, and then you can figure it out on the way as long as you learn. Yep. So um, <coughs> no, you're going to do perfectly fine in whatever you jump off the rails and go do. So I think you're I think you'll be fine. I'm interested to see this print on demand service and how you're how it builds out and all that. So. It sounds like you've already yeah, done a lot of like, the market research of it. For Etsy. What would you be making here? Yeah, so um, my idea is if you go to Etsy and type in baseball card collecting, there's really yeah. not much on there. Um, so, like, my idea, I don't, Jenks, I think I shared this mug with you, like um, the AW coffee mug I have. Yeah. Just yeah. make a coffee mug like that with a checklist, you know, coffee check, um, hobby box check, uh, and then check for one of ones, right, that everybody's chasing. Um, so, you know, just doing stuff like that, there's just not anything else on there for like gifts for, I'm just thinking like Christmas coming up, you know, Kayla knows I like baseball card collecting, right? Like if she went on there, there's nothing to really pick and choose that's customizable. Um, and the nice thing is you don't have to have the inventory to create all that stuff. You just hook up Etsy with a company called Printify and hmm. essentially you create the designs on a free program called Canva, upload it to Printify, um, create the mug, and obviously, you know, they're going to charge you some money to print it and send it, but they'll do all that for you, and you don't have to print anything in advance, it's just one ever ordered, so there's no, like, overhead, essentially. Um, so you just have to figure out, like, what your margins are to make money for uploading mm -hmm. it onto Etsy. So I guess right. I, I've done a lot of research, if I could talk about it like that, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> it's just, I, I need to just do it. I think Going back to one of the goals I accomplished was the journaling. Um, you know, one goal I just need to set up, like create one template, right? Yeah. You know, just, just wake up and do one template of something in the morning or set up the Etsy account, right? Like just do step-by-step -step process to get it up and running. But yeah. I'm with you, Jake, so I just need to jump into it. Yeah, and I think, and you've mentioned it, that's kind of, it becomes a passive income when you have other people doing it and printing it and all that stuff. Your right. biggest time, your biggest time investment for this is going to be the setup, the initial, what's my plan, how do I right. plan going forward, and all that, and that does take time. And being honest, <laughs> you're very busy with work, uh, Henry, you know, just spending yeah. time and everybody. So there's that thing you have to figure out where the, where you carve out the time to get it done. But right. once you do that, you'll be ahead of it. So yeah, I, I hope so. I I think you'll be fine. I think it's just you know find an hour or two maybe if Kaylin and Henry go to a store or something you just sit down knock it out then you're done right yeah that's been waking up early so usually I save that time for reading so maybe just figure out an hour reading an hour on Etsy right like you know yeah. figure it out that way or when Henry goes to bed have an hour just to do it yeah. yeah it's I mean I'm not getting paid for it. it's really just maybe have some extra spending money <laughs> right yeah um, if everything goes well um to feed into this uh, collection that I have for baseball cards or, or put it away for Henry's um, 
scholarship fund or account that we created. So um, put it put it in there for him. But yeah, just just an idea. Um, so I think that could be one that will be accomplished for my next update episode if I had to guess. Um, Very nice. Yeah, so, I think you'll hit it out of the park. Ah, Jesus. Oh, wow. He was, uh, <laughs> you know, that joke made me as depressed as a pumpkin. It left me hollow inside. Uh, I like that one. Well, we've, we've moved just like no. Dane, so that was, good. that was a good joke. I think that's 10 out of 10. Not, not impressive, Jinx. Man, you didn't even make 35 on that one. <laughs> you could you could say it's like listening to Dracula's heartbeat. It's repulsive. Uh, what? The, there you go. Do you have like a Halloween site just pulled up here with a bunch of jokes? <laughs> That's what you typically uh, yeah, do. I, you know, we have our ways. Okay. Just with bison. He does it with Halloween. You do a bison jokes. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's that's really it for my updates. Uh, I think I'm just like I mentioned at the beginning, I'm just gonna probably change some of these, which we always do, right? Um, uh, oh, the other one, tattoos. So I don't know if you guys ever get on our, our Instagram, but I've kind of used our Instagram to follow people I want to look at too for some stuff. Um, whoa, 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 whoa! There's an R Instagram. I didn't. Huh? I only knew about two separate Instagrams. Yeah. No, with um, our oh, Instagram or uh, for our podcast. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't yeah. looked at a followers list now. Who we're following? So now I got to look. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, can I give you the name to look up? I think it's. I think these tattoos are really cool, and anyone else that wants to look it up is D E R Y K and then Web W E B B is the handle. Um, I really like his tattoo designs. They're pretty different. They're like looks like confetti and there's space ones and all this other stuff and he unfortunately he's down in Nashville so if I ever get down that way or he has flash sales somewhere else local but I think um I'm just obsessed with looking at tattoo stuff every night usually on reddit um and I've came across this guy I think it's a guy um and just I think some of his stuff they glow in the dark as well <laughs> so um yeah if you want that special ink on you um so I think they're pretty awesome Okay, you got that pulled up, Jinx. Can you spell it out one more time? Just yep. make sure I'm getting it. Go for it. D E R. Okay. Y K. W E B B. Oh. Dirk Dirk D K Web. Dirk Dirk Web maybe. Yeah. Oh yeah. Spelled Dirk weird or, or differently I should say. Yeah. Yeah. Don't say weird. Um. Yep. Oh, these are sweet. Aren't those awesome? Yeah, those are really awesome. I know it's a audio podcast, but check it out yours, you guys. So yeah, um, it's the go by that. Great for radio. Got it on there twice for you. So yeah, like but yeah, one. they're pretty awesome. And then if you go across, like you know, some of these glow in the dark as well, um, and they look pretty good healed. So uh, I think it's a pretty cool style. Never seen anything like that. Um, again, I found it on Reddit, and I just have to get something that's meaningful to me as well. But you know, I really like this dinosaur one that was posted on October 4th, a little bit further down. <laughs> so um, there's some awesome ones. Obviously, it'd be more expensive than going to Ink Assassins here in Erie, but um, pretty awesome design. So I, I think that's something I will get probably within the year, I would say, as a new tattoo. Um, it's been three years, almost th it was three years back in September that I got my first one. So 
definitely itching for the next one. Yeah, I, I gotta say, I'm looking at it now, this uh, October 1st Hammerhead that glows in the dark is pretty wicked. I love that oh, one. Oh, yeah, 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 that one's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. so. Yeah, I just <laughs> I wonder how bright it is um, if you're <laughs> Well, at least you'll be found in the dark. Maybe it's just blue light, right? <laughs> That's right. Uh, it, it might be black light. I mean, no, black could, light. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it could be black light. I'm thinking yeah. a lot of these are. So. Yeah, but that's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, I think it's just pretty cool. Um, design that we have there. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, that that could be one in the future to do. I would imagine. <laughs> Who is that? Yeah, who's taking over the house, Dan? Um, I think it's Briella. <laughs> Dan will be tied up this update episode in two weeks. That's right. What's that? I said you're gonna be tied up somewhere for your update episode. <laughs> well, you know, you gotta you gotta work within your means and what's uh sometimes you gotta make uh lemonade out of lemons. Yep. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> so I don't know, but uh I think everything's all right upstairs. I don't smell smoke, so we're good. So, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that. That's essentially it. Um, I I, I think I mentioned last update I was gonna do an all timers one. I just I just didn't just didn't feel like it in that morning. So, yeah. uh, um, uh, I think there's one in in Beachville coming up. Oh really? Okay. Asked, but uh, you might want to take a look at it. I know it was. I feel like it was in October. I thought it was the last two weekends, but there's probably probably dead wrong. Yeah, they probably do different walks in different bigger metros, right? That that'd be my guess. So yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah, I was um, gonna say people yeah. like to do a lot of their things later than like yeah. uh, what happens in Erie, which is perfectly fine. But right, uh, they just have to plan around rain. That's for sure. Every time. Yeah. Oh yeah, we definitely missed it. So never mind. Um, <laughs> oh. That's all right. No worries. Couple um, weeks off. Uh, yeah, you're good. Yeah, but that's okay. Um, so I, I think that will be in the future uh, as well. Um, okay. So getting into the the meat of the podcast and the goal. Um, oh. So the goal for me was one actually I changed to to accomplish this was to collect a baseball card from every player when I worked at Parks Unknown Seawolves that made it to the majors, um, whether that was for the Detroit Tigers or any other um, team as well. Um, so I, I'll i say I can I completed it, but I'll get into details of why it's not 100% complete, but I'm going to say it is. <laughs> so um, Jenks, obviously, we, you know, in the first episode that we did, Jenks and I met at Seawolves. We, I think, uh, I started in 2009. Same with you, right, Jenks? I uh, started in 2010, the Ten, year after. Year after. That's yep. right, year after. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so we know that was 12 years ago and 13 years ago for me. Um, so it has been a while since I worked there, but I worked from 2009 to the 2014 season, so five seasons I was there. Um, so there was quite a bit of talent that came through when we worked there, right, Jenks? Like, they're, they're oh, yeah. pretty, yeah. pretty known talent. Um, even on the other side of the pitch, or other side of the diamond, I should say. Yeah. Um, um, the one that, uh, what was his name from the Pirates that was just unbelievable in double A? Um, Pedro Alvarez. 
Yeah. Um, he came through. I think his first double A game was against the Seawolves. If I if I don't if I remember, I remember oh. he was like sh- um, short that game and like he went all over across the diamond to get a ball and yeah. was able to throw it back and get it the runner time. Like you can just tell these athletes are so much better than others <laughs> that are playing. Um, he was kind of a disappointment at the major league level. He was, but man, he was. He had, like, one or two good seasons, right, I think? Yeah, um, yeah, he did. But, yeah, he didn't turn out to be the prospect they, they all thought. And that could just be the curse of the Pirates, but who knows? Um, <laughs> I mean, there yeah, was so, also some lesser-known guy, uh, I don't know, Bryce, Breece, Harpe, Harper? Harpe? Harpe, did he come, he came through there, yeah. It's Harpe, Bryce Harper, I think is oh, his yeah. name. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, forgot about him, guy. right? Uh, that guy that he is okay. Yeah, he was okay. We were chasing down home run balls for him, but nothing, nothing too crazy. I was so embarrassing. Tim Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow did did, come through. Didn't he play for like a hot minute? Yeah. Yeah, the Rumbling Pony. Oh, they were the big teammates back then. Um, but yeah, he did. That's right. He did come to town. Um, for a series. I think that was when I was still there. I'm pretty sure. Was it? Um, I think so. Yeah, or was it maybe a year or two after? I thought it was after. But you had you had really? either just left or he came to. Well, what year did he play? Now we gotta look this up. Hold we on. We have to look it up because I thought it was when I was still there because because we moved to Pittsburgh and I don't think I'd come up just to watch Tebow play because I think I went to one of his games. <laughs> um, but you all might be right. Looking um, here. Uh, but so what I did to figure out all the players that made to the majors. Um, so I went to Seawolves.com. They have a list uh, put out there by our friend Gania. Um, so I guess take this with a grain of salt if that's <laughs> accurate. Uh, but there's 245 or 244 players at the time that I pulled the list. So that was the beginning of the season that made it to the majors that played at the Seawolves. I think that's pretty good amount of players that that made it, uh, that came through, or at least played, you know, a few games with us um, to make it to the majors. I don't know. I'm sure there's other teams that have more, but in the 20-some years that the Seals have been around, um, it's pretty good, too. There's way after, now yeah, is there? Yeah, uh, I'm looking at 2019 dates here. What? Uh, no. I'm trying really? To pull, I'm trying to pull up more transactions here. Uh, <laughs> he was invited non-roster... Uh, in January 17, 2019, assigned to the Mets from the yep. Rumble Pony, the Syracuse Mets from the Rumble Ponies in 2019. Yeah, so he definitely played in 2019. So he was not there. Yep. There no time. Yeah. That's way off. My bad. Yeah. No, it's all good. <laughs> the years are blending together before the pandemic. So, yeah, yeah. That, that's he was that's assigned beautiful. to the Philippines. What? Uh, 2018, he was 2018. He was with them as well. He got assigned to the oh, All Star game. Um, so yeah, 2018-19 season. Um, yep. Almost a 2021, but okay. Yeah. Um, so right. yeah, we're derailing. We're derailing. No, you're good. Um, so yeah, I just think it's uh, it's pretty cool that you know so many talent come through. I, I think, um, you know, working in baseball, Double A is where all the talent is. Triple A is kind of where those veterans just hang out to maybe get called up with an injury. But the majority of the prospects are in double-A baseball. I don't know if you agree from your, you know, your experience, Jinx, but I think, um, I think that's, that's a fair, uh, that's a fair yeah. uh, statement. I agree. Yeah, they typically go from double-A to 
maybe like a week or two in AAA all the way up to, <laughs> you know, the majors after that. Um, but then you just have people that hang out in AAA. Um, and then some hang on AA too, <laughs> but never, never make it, unfortunately. Like our, our guy, uh, Sean Roof, unfortunately, he never made it to the majors as a player. Uh, maybe he will as a coaching staff, though. He was a mayor. That's all that needs to be known. <laughs> he was. He was. Um, but looking at the list, um, so 245 were made to the majors um, from the Seals. And then there are 63 or 62 that made it to the majors when I, that played when I was there. Um, uh, there was a standout to me uh, that probably – not a household name, but definitely noticeable, I think, if you follow baseball, is Alex Avila, Nick Castellanos. Mm-hmm. You remember when he came up? <laughs> Wait, oh, he, yeah. Game, or, uh, our staff wanted to do, like, a Castellanos corner on third base because he was playing third base at the time. And, like, he <laughs> do something with it. It's a pretty cool idea, but um, I don't. I don't think he was caught on. Um, <laughs> Casey, Casey Crosby had a pretty decent run. Um, I would say. Um, Abasel Garcia, he was uh, a guy I was really high on. He's still playing, I believe, right, Mucci? Somewhere, I believe somewhere. I believe so. I would uh, he should be, I think. Yeah, I think he's still playing. Trying um, to think where he might be at. Yeah. I think, I'll look it up and you can guess. Last I remember was the Brewers, but I don't, I feel like the he Brewers? wasn't on the But it might have been, he might have gone somewhere else. Yeah. Um, Steven Moya, I think that was probably the biggest disappointment of a prospect. Um, yeah. It just never worked out. He he had so much power. He just couldn't play the position, um, in my opinion. Um, he was Smiley. I don't know if you all remember him. Oh, yeah. He probably yeah. does. Yep. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. uh, one of the club, our clubhouse manager at the Seawolves left and went to work as the visiting club, or still is the visiting clubhouse manager of the Tigers. Um, and I went up there for a game with um, another intern of ours, and he gave me uh, – he was with the Marlins, I would um, But he Marlin. gave me the warm-up um, outfit for Drew Smiley, and I, I wore that thing so much, and it finally gave yeah. – <laughs> recently got some holes in it, so I had to toss it. Um, but, yeah, I, I enjoyed, you know, watching him play. Um, Max St. Pierre. Probably known more for <laughs> parts unknown here, um, but a very good journey story. If um, you like baseball, you like good stories. Uh, I believe it was Yahoo did a really nice story about him, how he finally made to the majors. Um, and so, and I mean, he started with the Seals <laughs> since back in 2002, <laughs> and he made it to the majors in 2010. Um, yep. So he spent a very long time uh, down in, in the minor league system, but opportunity came and he, he was able to make it up to the majors i think for a series or two at the end i, I believe if i'm yeah. not mistaken um so it, it's good to see stories like that um Dontre willis was another one um so he played one game with the seawolves back in 2009 and obviously he made it to the majors as well and who else on here that stood out to me um that's really it that I know you. I think Moochie's on this list right now looking. Um, I don't know if there's anything one that pops out to you at all. You're not going to talk about Jakob Turner? Oh, I, I'm sorry. Jenks Who? On it. Yeah, yeah, Jacob yeah. Turner. <laughs> that didn't really do much. Didn't right. pan out. Did not pan out at all. Yeah, he was supposed to be their next ace. Um, that did yeah. not work out for them. 
But Drew Verhagen, he had a good career, um, yeah. you know, five years with the Tigers. So, you know, there, Don there's Trail some... Willis. Yeah, Don Trail Willis made it. He played one game. That was like a must have been like a rehab thing, right? Yeah, rehab start. Yeah, it's really cool. Like one of these big. I mean, he was probably the biggest name when we worked there that came and played um, yeah. for us and. Um, you know, the story is like he bought everybody steak dinners that night, nice, steak potato dinners, treated them well, you know, was, you know, that doesn't happen. You know, sometimes they're just getting hot dogs that are left over um, during the game. Um, so it was nice to see, you know, a big league star that obviously has money treat, you know, the, the younger guys for a nice meal. And um, Justin you know. Verlander. So Justin Verlander obviously made it to the majors, but he was not there when I was there. Oh, OK. Um, yeah, so about, he only played like five games or so. What about Anthony Ghost? Anthony Goza? That was right after Cody was there. Yeah, so anything in the oh. yellow, if you're looking at the thing, is when I was there. Um, oh, so all right. Anything past that. I still have these cards. Um, you know, Burlander, obviously I have that. Dana Norris, et cetera, Andrew Miller, right? But they weren't there when I was there. Um, they I might see. be before or after me. Um, but yeah, so. so go ahead. But Anthony Anthony Ghost is an interesting guy because he was an outfielder, but he's a converted pitcher. He's now right. with the he's now with the Guardians, although he just had surgery, so he's out for a little bit. But I didn't know that. Pitcher. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yep. yeah. I mean, to go along with that, the Guardians are out for a little bit too. <laughs> You're a race fan. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't resist. I just couldn't resist. <laughs> there are are some good names and some you know prospects that never never played out um you know but i i enjoyed putting the set together so what i did i you know i had cars from before so i went through to just highlight which ones i already had um and then otherwise i would just go on ebay um so the goal for me was to get so there's different levels of first cards for baseball players so there's first bowman which is the very first card that they have typically is their prospecting card um so i would try to target that one first and then if not you know some players that weren't on the prospect radar um so i would go and get um their rookie card when they made it to the majors they would have the rc logo in it and some i was not able to do that um so i just got one of the first year's cards and some of them never had a Topps or a Bowman card. Um, and that's when it got difficult because you're dealing with team sets for, you know, Seawolves put out a team set or, you know, the Flying ti- or what are the, what are they, the Flying Tigers down in Lakeland, you know, stuff like that. Um, yeah. And that just made it a little hard because they're very pr- short print ones. Um, so trying to find those ones were difficult um, to figure out what card I needed to get for each person for those more obscure players. Uh, there's a website called Trading Card Database, which is TC, um, TCDB, and you can go on there and type in any baseball player that you want, see all the cards that they had uh, or have had already, and see what, and you can identify which ones are the rookie cards too with some you know filters that they have. Um, so I tried to get those cards, um, you know, that way. So. I did have to purchase a lot um, off eBay, but majority of them were within like two or three dollars, um, if not less. 
Um, so that hmm. definitely didn't hurt the bank too much. And I already had a good starting point with having all, you know, some of these cards from when I was collecting, you know, starting during the pandemic. Um, the ones that stood out to me, I got um, some autograph cards in this collection too. So I got a Brooks Brown autograph. Here's a picture. I don't know if hmm. you all remember him. Mm -hmm. uh, the other autograph that I really like is Avisel Garcia's rookie card autograph. Ah, mm -hmm. um, I thought that was a pretty awesome one. It's a Topps Chrome, which is a higher level of type of card, too. Um, so I have that one in here. Um, the other autograph that I got just recently, where is on the last page here, is Jeff Farrell. Um, here's a picture, but that was a hard one to find as well. Again, this is a West huh. Michigan Whitecaps card. Um, so he doesn't really have a tops card, and the only one that was on eBay was one that was autographed. Um, so I had to pay a little bit more money to get that one, um, just to be able to do it. Uh, I mean, it was like five bucks, I think. It wasn't extravagant, um, but yeah, I have all these cards in a little binder on my desk here of all the players, you know, uh, throughout the years, and probably need to put them in alphabetical order now. They're just in there, um, mix match through, and. So I got all but four players. So it's not completely complete, but I am calling it complete <laughs> um, because these four players are very hard to find their cards. And there's one gentleman on eBay that has all of them listed and they're all for like $13 plus $5 shipping. So there is no way I'm going to pay. <laughs> Why not? Why? Because I got that Aversal Garcia, here's an all-star rookie card, <laughs> autographed for like four bucks. Or I can get a Jim Tomey, you know, um, numbered card from when he played back in the 90s for underneath that 12 bucks. So like paying for, even though I know you know this person, Joe Manaplay, um, or Lester <laughs> Olives, or Jose Ortega, um, or Thad Weber, like, no one knows these guys. Like, why? why is it Thirteen dollars for his card. Um, Joe Mantiply was an all-star, buddy. I understand. We went over that last episode, but <laughs> he doesn't have, like, even though he's an all-star, he doesn't have a rookie tops card. He has like digital cards that I could buy for like a buck, but like, <laughs> I can't put a digital card in a binder. <laughs> so, um, the other one, all these other guys are like thirteen bucks on on eBay um, for their card, and they're they're just their typical. Um, Grandstand, which is another company, their minor league card. Um, so I did reach out to the gentleman that has all these listed and sent him a message. Um, <laughs> oh, God, this is not going to go well. <laughs> so I sent him a message, said, good morning. My name is Cody. I am a former employee of the C. Wilson Tiger Association. One of my goals is to put together a card collection for each player <laughs> of the roles that made it when I was the majors. I have four players left, and your account is the only one I found the cards. The players are blah, blah, blah. I want to see if we could figure out a deal for all four of them. Any thoughts? Thanks for trying to help me accomplish this goal. So he replied. <laughs> I had to send it two, two or three times. Um, and he replied back. Normally, I don't discount cards unless it's a 100 plus order. Once I figure out the eBay, eBay listings, the eBay selling fee, the PayPal fee, the portion of the monthly Beckett store fee, the fee that Beckett charges me to list the card on eBay through their accelerator program, a portion of the monthly eBay, 
eBay store fee, the fees that eBay charges me for actual shipping costs and the original purchase price, then it's basically a wash. Once, once sold, I have to drive over to the stores and literally look through millions of cards in order to find ones that are actually sold. Depending upon how lucky I am when I start opening up the boxes, it may take two, three, four, or five plus hours just to find the cards. Either way, if you buy all four, I'll combine the shipping. If it makes you pay more on shipping charge, I'll reimburse you. Hope that helps. Thanks for checking. Wait, so that was his reply back uh, to me. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> so he doesn't even have the cards. They're in a storage facility, and I don't understand his um, sorting <laughs> and organization skills if it takes him two to five hours to find a card. I don't think um, he has one, to be honest. <laughs> my assumption, too. I mean, there's probably a lot of cards, like he says, but like you, you would think if it's listed, you would know how to pull that pretty quickly to get it out to the person. Well, but that's yeah. just me. Well, even to that point, oh, boy. you put these in alphabetical order, it shouldn't take you <laughs> two to five hours to dig, right. go to G and figure out a card. Yeah. And all these fees that he mentions, that's, I, I get it, but how are other people selling $2 cards and still making money on it, right? Um, and all these fees that he has to pay, that's cool, but, like, no one's going to buy your $12.99 Jose Ataiga card um, <laughs> or your $12 Lester Olivez card. Like, no one's going to buy that, in my opinion. Um, that's just me. So I think I sent him one back. Huh. So I said, I get that. Oh, I really do. My hesitation paying $13 for each of these players. I had a cup of coffee in the majors. I was able to get all the players that had longer careers auto even autographed <laughs> for half that price. I just really need these four players that my journey is done collecting. If you're able to waive the shipping, that's something I won't do. So thank you and best of luck. <laughs> so I am not going to get those four cards from that guy. <laughs> and <laughs> I need to find a different way to do that. Um, so I tried looking up like old team sets that they're in on, you know, other people's websites and there's, Maybe I could get a Thad Weber from the Seawolves because he was in their 20th anniversary card set. So I might be able to get one through that. Um, even if it costs more, I'd rather do that, give it to the Seawolves than this guy that won't work for four cards that no one's, <laughs> no one's going to buy. Um, and I also have eBay searches saved. So if they do pop up with other you know, vendors, I'll get them and add to them. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where I draw the line is paying that much money for these players there's there's no way <laughs> i'm doing that um that's just my my take on it huh i mean i completely yeah. agree with you on this it, you, you have a safe search for jose ortega yeah right i'm probably the only person in the world that has that <laughs> <laughs> guaranteed maybe that's what he's playing off of too because oh for sure yeah he's because i'm sorry because you brought up the point about the $2 card for bigger name stars. There's obviously more cards available <laughs> for them. Right. I, mean, I think uh, he's playing the scarcity play here with the pricing, and it just doesn't work out that way. Because they're not yeah. well-known people, unfortunately. Right. But <laughs> Yeah, like, I mean, I, I, I've the only one I would think about spending that much money for would be, would be the Thad Weber. Right. Um, because he, he pitched a no-hitter for the Seawolves back in August 22nd of, I don't know what year, <laughs> 2010 maybe. Oh, yeah. Um, 2009, or 
Norris was still there, so it was either nine or ten. Um, so like that, that'd be one I would get because you know have that memory in it. I'd put them on a ticket actually, and maybe I'll find that ticket and that'll be my baseball card uh, for <laughs> for that. Um, but these other guys, I, they don't ring a bell to me whatsoever. Being there, um, yeah. so I don't. I, I don't know, man. Like I, I there's uh, there's a Jose Ortega one on there for an autograph for eight bucks. That's still a little bit too much for me. I made offers to the guy for like four or five, and he's declined it. So we'll see if I bite eventually, and or I'm win a lottery or something and get those ones. But um, yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm not spending that much money on on those guys. Sorry. <laughs> If you if you four are listening, um, but for whatever reason, but probably not. But I'm not. I'm never. I'm not going to spend that much money on on those four players. That's for sure. But that's my bad. take. But yeah, that um, I would say. You know, my favorite is the Avisal Garcia card. Um, I just wish my favorite player during that five year run would have made it to the majors. That'd be pretty cool. Um, but he never he never made it. Um, Ryan Streamy was my favorite player. I think that came through uh, for the Seals. What? I don't know. If Why was he your favorite player? Why? Um, I guess uh, uh, he is very, very good at um, hitting. Um, him and Brendan Bosch that year, 2009, they're like the Bash wow. brothers. Um, they're both chasing the most home runs in the league that year. Um, oh. And one of the interns, um, called Grandpa um, Brent, he he liked Bosch, and I liked um, you know Streeby. Um, so it was just really cool to see those two battle it out. And fortunately, he never made it. He made up the triple. He never made it past that. And I really like Stephen Moyer, too. He made that last year really mm-hmm. exciting for us um, at the All-Star game. It was really cool. He had a, we all went down there, and he had a grand slam um, during the All-Star game you know, put the, East, uh, the Western Division up. So. And he made it, but he just I, actually his his card sitting up here too is an autographed um, relic uh, of his. So that that was a really cool one that I got as well during the search, and that was like five bucks, right? So like, I, I, again, going back to paying thirteen dollars for a thousand dollar card. Um, but yeah, I, I had really I had a lot of fun putting this together. I know I think another one for me was to put together all the players that made it to the majors for. Um, the Seawolves, that'd be a, obviously a bigger task, um, maybe something I do in the future, but um, I'm just glad I, I was able to pretty much complete this one here um, for myself. I'm, I'm calling it accomplished. And I know from that last episode, we wanted to do a quick trivia with uh, Moochie, um, if you're gay, Moochie. I, I am. I, my final idea before we get into that is that I think... I think we should reach out to this guy who has these four cards and bring him on the podcast. <laughs> I don't know and maybe that. we could have a discussion with him. Uh, maybe live negotiations. I think that would I think that would be fascinating. Like, I don't understand. Like, give me the four cards for I, I don't know. I, I just don't get it. But I would even do like Venmo and so he doesn't have to pay the fees. Maybe I'll message him back on that. <laughs> You know, you find these four cards, I'll Venmo you the money, and so you don't have to do it. Um, just figure out your damn organizational process, man. Like, <laughs> there's no way it should take you that long to find a card. Maybe you um, can make a, a trade with him. Ah, uh, maybe. I don't know what I would trade him, but yeah, that's, that's a good <laughs> idea. 
but we'll figure it out. But yeah, um, which uh, I, I like to. I have a list pulled up. I think Jinx has another one. Oh yeah, these are right. um, obscure MLB All Stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, my list is from the 21st century, so like early 2000s um, players here. And I just yeah. wonder if wonder if Mucci oh, knows what team they played for. <laughs> or what? Let's oh, just say what team they they are an All Star for. How about we do that? Yeah. No. All right. All right. I, that now okay how many are we doing for each uh let's each do five how about that without right. five from that That'll list work. all right that works <laughs> oh, um, i'll start i think this one's pretty easy um i recognize this guy junior spivey do you know what team he was all-star for uh yes uh the arizona diamondbacks very good okay uh, mine we already we actually talked about in the baseball card reference. Abisal Garcia. And he was an all-star? He was an all-star. Yep. Uh <laughs> well it was either it was either the White Sox or Tigers. Um White Sox. Oh, good guess. Twenty seven. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. White okay, Sox. so it was later in his career then. Um yep. my next one is Mark Lariota. R L O R E T T A. Man, I'm saying that wrong. Mark Loretta? Yeah, correct. Yeah. Uh, Brewers? It was the Boston Red Sox. Oh, I don't uh, remember that. Two for three. See if we can trip them up again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Joe Mays. Joe. Maze. Um uh I he was an all-star. I remember him. Uh didn't he play with the um Minnesota Twins? Oh damn it, I thought I would get you. Yeah, two thousand. Was it? Yeah. yeah. it was early two thousands too. All right. I, I think this one might be a little easy, but Mark Redman. Uh, Mark Redman, catcher, right? Uh, catcher for the, uh, he did, uh, have a cup of coffee. He played with the Indians, but, uh, I believe when he was an all-star, it was with the, uh, Marlins. Uh, so the Mark Redman I have pulled up, here's a picture for uh, oh. the Kansas City Royals. Okay. Here's I was thinking a, Mark. All right. Yeah. I don't remember. I, this. I, I know who you're talking about. Um, yeah. Mark Redman is a pitcher of 2006. He was the Casey's only um, pick for that year for the All-Star, the arbitrary, I can't say that word. The, well, I can the, tell you, I do not remember him at all. No? <laughs> yeah, that's probably because uh, for an All-Star, he went 11 and 10 uh, with an ERA of 5.71. That was their All-Star oh, goodness. pick for that team. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, for my next one, saying in the early 2000s, so that's a little hint. Lance uh-huh. Carter. Oh, okay. Who? Lance Carter. <laughs> Who the hell is guy. that? <laughs> Cody, you, did you no say guess. you remember this guy? I don't remember that guy at all, no. I don't remember this guy at all either. So I've no never just I'm shot. just gonna I mean I'm just gonna pull a random name out or a random team because I have no idea. Uh Houston Astros. Uh, you should have known I was going to pull this one. It was the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, he was their closer for the last place club. 26 Do you remember that? 
No, I just pulled it up. I have no fucking clue who Lance Corey was. <laughs> okay. I've never even heard of that guy. I saw the raise. I'm like, oh, I'll throw this one out there. See what happens. I probably should have uh, guessed. Yeah. 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 Um, I have two more, right? I think. Uh, my next All one right. is Derek Turnbow. Oh, that's a name. All right. Derek Turnbow. Uh, Angels? Um, he started off as an angel. That was very good. Um, but that's not the team he ended up in the all-star game with. Gosh, I I kind of remember him with the Angels. I don't uh Milwaukee? You're right. Oh man. Very good. All right. So this gentleman has been on a lot of teams. I don't know if this is gonna be a give me or not. Probably won't <laughs> be. You I deserve to give you one. R. A. Dickey. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, oh, man. Scared, okay. but he's been yeah. on a lot of teams. So I think this could be a lot of fit. Right. So, and I, I have to say the team that he was an all star with. Yes. The all star with. So the three teams I remember him with are the Rangers, the Blue Jays, and the Mets. Okay. And. He won, I think he won the Cy Young Award. I'm trying to think who it was with. Uh, I'm going to say Blue Jays. No, was the Mets. That's where he ah. won the Cy Young Award. Damn it. So. All right, my last one's pretty obscure, I think. Uh, just <laughs> obscure name. Or I should, I should say a common name. Mike Williams. <laughs> oh, oh. In the well, wait a minute. Uh, you know, I... Uh, he was a closer for the Pirates. How do you know that? <laughs> yeah, yes, he was the he was the closer <laughs> for the Pirates. He had like a ERA over five and made the All Star game. Yes, um, ERA that season he finished at six point one four. Oh, it was over six. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> end of the year. But yeah, good Goodness. good job on that. Jenks, you have one more. Yeah, I got one more, although I'm looking through this list, and there's not many obscure ones. I think a lot of people know these ones, but I'm going to go back to – give me one second here. We'll look at mid-2000s, Mookie. I'll give you a range on this. Gary right. Matthews. Gary um, Matthews. I do remember him. Uh, he was with uh, – I know he was with Baltimore. I think he was with the Rangers. Trying to remember when he was an all star. Texas. Going Texas. Baltimore. Which one are you going with? Damn it. I don't know. Uh Texas. You're going to, are you going is that your final answer? Uh I don't know. Yeah, sure. Hundred <laughs> percent? Yeah. Well, you were right. Good job. <laughs> it was Texas. It was an 06. I think shortly after that, he signed a $50 million contract with the Angels as well. Oh, what? I forgot. Really? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was keeping track of the score here. Mucci got six out of 10. That's Mike really Mike. good. Not Just bad, right? Said, not bad. That's really good. No, I have, I pulled something else up too. Um, All right. So, cup of coffee players. So, just literally one game in the majors uh, for Cleveland. Um, All right. <laughs> there are two. Um, in the 2000s, that's the only ones that are recent. Uh, all the other ones are earlier. Um, now, I would like you to th- see if you remember the year and what position right. they played. Okay. All right. 
Okay. Uh, so the first one is Willie Martinez. Martinez, maybe. M-A-R-T-I-N-E-Z. Willie Martinez? Yep. Uh, Willie Martinez. 2000 and... Stop there. <laughs> Wait, did you say... Oh, 2000? Yeah. Um, All right. And, and what position was he? Willie Martinez. Catcher? He was not. He was a pitcher, the other side of the battery. Um, so he played one game. Obviously, he only pitched three innings. His ERA was 3.0. And, oh, I thought uh, you said one at bat. So I thought it was a hitter. Oh, did I say at bat? I thought the, when you introduced oh, one, it, you one said game. So. One game, yeah. One game. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, one strikeout, too. Um, all right, so no, I, that one. I don't remember don't him at all. Him. <laughs> no. All right, so this one is more recent. This was seven, or, um, more, more recent, I should say. Um, all right. Turo Murata, M-U-R-A-T-A, and the first name is T-O-R-U. Well, he was a pitcher, I think. You're right about that. Right. Uh... Goodness. Um, two thousand fourteen. Uh, one year off, twenty fifteen. That's pretty damn good. <laughs> um, I pitched the. You pitched one almost a full game. Uh, eight point. Or no, I'm sorry. That's his. That's his ERA. <laughs> um, eight, <laughs> his ERA is eight point one. He pitched three point one innings. Um, and two strikeouts. All right. I think I kind of remember that, maybe. Yeah, I remember that set, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, very good. I'm impressed. Uh, um, so that's all I got. I got one thing. I oh. Apparently, MLB.com put out yeah. a list of obscure All-Stars. So this one's not obscure, but I want to see if you can get it because it's a well-known name, Bronson Arroyo. He had only yeah. one All-Star appearance. Okay. Who do you who was it with? Um <coughs> Cincinnati? It was with Cincinnati, yeah, back all the way in 06. Okay. So, yeah. Sure. And we'll I remember he was with the I think he was with the Pirates, the Red Sox. I think most of his I think he spent a lot of time in Cincinnati, so that's why I said Cincinnati. Fair enough. Uh so I want to ask you this one last question now. For the Guardians, which of oh. these two is more obscure to you? If you were to say, because I just want your opinion on this, because I, I know these people, but I think it's because I hang around you way too often to not know these people. <laughs> so I think it's a, yeah. kind of a environmental hazard here. Um, Chris Perez or uh-huh. Ronnie Balliard? Oh, I, oh. I love Ronnie Balliard. <laughs> he, he Wait, was one of my to... favorites. Are you asking which one's more obscure? obscure? Yeah, because so on the MLB site, he was list, uh, Chris Perez is listed as more obscure. If I look at the Yard Barker site that I was using, Ronnie Belliard is listed as most obscure. So from ah. your perspective, who would be more obscure for like an outside fan? Uh, that's tough. Uh, I mean, they're not really obscure for me. I remember them pretty well. Right. They were both all. They both were all stars with uh, uh, Cleveland. Uh, mm, 
I'll say, uh, I guess I'll say, uh, I don't know, uh, maybe Ronnie Belliard, just because Chris Perez kind of had a, uh, I don't know, he was kind of an interesting guy, like off the field. Yeah, he was kind of a little bit more of a character, so I feel like it's harder to forget him. Uh, like he got, <laughs> he got. Uh, you've heard the story about how he got in trouble with uh, like weed or something, right? No. Have you heard this story? Like I he got heard this story because when I looked at this list, Ronnie Belliard stood out as I knew him, and probably yeah. Cody because I was his favorite player, or he liked Ronnie a yeah. lot. Chris Perez, I recognize the name, but I don't recognize who it is. So I want to hear the story now. Well, he had uh, he got caught with drugs or something. He had it. He had it like shipped to his home, and uh, oh, the name right. that he had it—the name that he had it under—was his dog's name. That's right. So he's like, oh, <laughs> so he, had, he had drugs shipped to like Chip Perez or something like that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> spot, now spot I Perez or something. This. Yeah, that's. He true. was, I don't know. He was kind of a, a fiery guy. Uh, <laughs> he was a closer. I, he had a few decent years, but then he kind of flamed out at the end. But he was an all-star one year. Uh, yeah. It's twice, so 2011 yeah. and 2012. Yeah, so oh, man. I don't know. So I guess I'll say Ronnie Bellard, but I I did like uh, Ronnie Bellard was a pretty uh he was a pretty solid player. Huh? All right, yeah, he was. Fair enough. All right, I'll turn it back over, Cody. Awesome. Well, no, I appreciate it. I could uh, I could talk baseball all day. I'm sure, just like you too. Um, so yeah. um, just to wrap it up. I I'm glad I I got this done and. Uh, Check another one off for a goal and on to the next one. And next update episode will be a Moochie update episode in two weeks here. And what do you got planned for us, Mooch? The hell if I know. I was going to say he knows. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll have a... Uh, That's the truest word spoken on this podcast. I, I got it. I got completely agree. Usually we try to bullshit our way through it and say, oh, yeah. we're going to get one done. Gee, if I know. Um, you know, we'll we'll get there and we'll kind of find out together what happens. We'll, we'll get there when we get there. Uh, so what I'm hearing is we might get a Moochie Moochie uh, Mania game of games or whatever that the hell might you be call it, that yeah. for. Yeah. I didn't say that. However, however, uh, did it, uh, I think Mark wanted to uh, participate play, in the next yeah, right. yeah. So we might have to, if that ends up being the case, we, have to have a we can coordinate times with Mr. Martinez. Martinez. We get him well, on the podcast. We'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Moosh, do you have a joke to uh, lead us off here? Or, Wait, that wasn't oh, yeah, yeah, that was before we Before we do that, let's make sure to mention our online presence, uh, pre- yeah. pre- pre- presences here. Uh, we're on the Twitter. We're on the Facebook. We're on the Aliens Above and Beyond. We're on the Gram. Uh, we're uh, gluten-free singles. Yeah. Uh, Baseball card collection uh, love dot net over right. there. You, you uh, scare love on that one, but okay. Uh, anywhere else? Uh, you know, no, we're just we're I don't think we got covered. That's all it is. All right. Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, I do have a uh, a joke here. Um, so. God. A rough and tough cowboy had just finished his drink in a, ca- a tavern. You did this on purpose. Oh, wait a minute. Shut <laughs> up. Your actual joke, you ass. 
anyways, uh, all right, I'm going to turn to a page and I'm gonna just going to read the joke that uh, popped up. I can't wait for another fucking bison joke. So Eric gets engaged and he can't wait to show off his future wife. He says to his mother, I'm going to bring home three girls and I, I want you to guess which one is my fiance. Twenty minutes later, Eric walks in the door with three ladies. It's that one, says his mother, without blinking an eye. Holy cow, exclaims Eric. How in the world did you know it was her? And the mother said, I just don't like her. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. Everything yeah. okay at home? <laughs> yeah, I know. Says. Uh... A guy is sitting at home when he hears a knock at the door. He opens the door and is surprised to see a snail on the porch. He picks up the snail and throws it as far as he can. Three years later, there's a knock on the door. He opens it and sees the same snail. The snail says angrily, well, what was that all about? Do you get it? Oh, my God. He took the snail and he threw it. And it took the snail three years to get back to the door. Yeah. But wouldn't the snail have, like, seen him go by him? Like, <laughs> At least once. Lawn, or, like, <laughs> driving or walking. Maybe this guy is a... Maybe he's a hermit. The her- is he a hermit crab? Maybe. Hey, a man and his daughter were at the zoo. <laughs> they were watching the tigers, and the father like was talking about how ferocious they are. Daddy, if the tigers got out and ate you up, oh, honey, don't worry about that. Which bus would I take home? What? This doesn't even make... What? We're, we're done. All right, let's edit that one out. No, that would say it is. I need at least four more listens to figure out what the hell just happened. <laughs> this, this joke doesn't make sense. That's what happened. Is it because the dad interrupted? Yeah, the dad interrupted, but anyways, we're gonna edit that out. Yeah, Finn. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck if I know Finn. 